Hello and welcome to episode 29 of Lime Ninja Radio. I am your host, McKay Rippey, and with me in the studio is Aurora. Hi. Why are you laughing at our studio? <laughs> Just because it's negative 10 degrees in here or it's whatever. It's so cold in here right it's now. It's crisp. It keeps your mind fresh and awake. Sure. You don't believe me. I got a, I got my out I've got my scarf on right now. I've got a sweater and a jacket and I'm still feeling a little chilly. I think my daughter is a little soft. You think living <laughs> on the farm would toughen her up, but Shaw. not yet. Any farm stories speaking of that this week? Uh no. I don't have any farm stories. Nothing happened on the farm. Nothing happened on the farm this week. No news is good news. <laughs> All right, so we have a great guest this week. Tell us a little bit about Dr. Teresa Dale. Dr. Dale is a traditional naturopath, a certified clinical nutritionist, and a biological medical practitioner. Uh, Dr. Teresa Dale's passion for non-invasive therapies ignited when she was diagnosed with a uterine tumor at age 22. She healed herself using natural methods and dedicated her life to helping others do the same. In 1992, she founded the Wellness Center for Research and Education, Incorporated, and the California College of Medicine in 1994. Teresa's mission is to empower, educate, and expand awareness of natural healing. Thanks, Rora. And here's our interview with Dr. Teresa Dale. Hi, Dr. Dale. It's McKay Rippey. McKay, how are you? Good. So, I came across your article in Acupuncture Today about epigenetics. Yes, thank you. And... I have been following uh, Dale Asprey. Do you know him? The no. bull bulletproof executive man. He's uh he's actually located in Vancouver, I believe, and he's very interested in high performance. He came at it from the Silicon Valley point of view and ended up having Lyme disease and mold issues and turned his life around uh by digging deep. And so he talks about epigenetics. So that's kind of always been in the back of my mind. And then I read your article and I'm very interested on how kind of a person's legacy can set them up for being ill or being healthy. And if we could have begin our conversation there, that would be fantastic. In other words, how their genetics um, set them up. Or or make them healthy. <laughs> yeah, but not genetics like like set in stone genetics. Genetics like the epigenetics. Like it matters what you're eating, and it matters if you go to bed on time, and it matters right. the, the genes turning on and off. Yes, am I right? Or am I? Well, here's the thing: is that all genetics can be changed, and epigenetics means that it's just um, the opportunity to affect the genetics you were born with for various diseases, the, the opportunity to change them through your environment, whether it be through communication, uh, through um, social behaviors, through diet, through the way that you treat each other, etc. So um, epigenetics is the ability to change your hard coding. Uh, you know, whatever you, your DNA was coded with uh, related to genetics 
all of it can be changed, all of it. And so that is the key for people to understand that there always hope. Um, and it depends on not only what you eat, but what you think and how you behave, how you treat other people, how you treat yourself, um, positivity, your attitude is extremely important. And, um, you know, so we have a multiplicity of factors here that are incorporated into epigenetics means the change, that all of these things, and it's, it's the environment, totality of the environment that actually makes the change. So, and is that what you're getting at with your book, Your Emotional DNA? Exactly. And I wrote that in 1995. So I was talking about that in 1995 in my book, and I'd created a training for um, any kind of a health provider. Anybody who's a health provider can take a giant leap forward and learn neurophysical reprogramming, which is how you actually make the changes emotionally, belief systems, and identities. But yes, absolutely, the, uh, this is all about the anatomy of a disease and what makes it, makes it happen and what feeds it. So any patterning that you have from parents, grandparents, etc., that is surrounding a disease, all of those things can be changed if you want to. Or if, as a child, you are treated differently to get you out of that, um, out of those identities. Identities are the things that create disease. That is part of the whole genetic pattern. All of that is transcribed into the genetic coding. So belief systems, emotions, how a person felt um, about feels about themselves. Uh, who a person thinks he is, how they are in life. A lot of the things are the things that people never talk about, the people that things that people feel very, very, very deeply never share. But they hold on to them for their whole life, and then they have a heart attack <laughs> or they okay. have a stroke. Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of things can be, and that attitude and that way of being can be passed on. And so... You know, as a child, if it's supported for someone to communicate their feelings, for example, in that respect, if they're supported in, say what you feel, we'll love you for it, no matter what it is, even if we don't like it, we'll still love you for it. If that is supported, then that whole patterning will be busted, will be gone. So... Is this a two-way street? Can can your genetics also initially affect whether you see the glass hemp half empty or half full? Yes, without doubt. And the genetics play a huge role in your behavior. It, it also plays a huge role in... I mean, you can have great genetics from your, let's say, your grandparents. And however... Um, you got that, and, and you didn't get any negatives from your parents, even though there was a lot of negatives there. Right. You know, or you could have negatives, but raised by your grandmother. Right. Okay. And your grandmother 
had this fantastic behavior and was a really happy person, and you were around all of that joy and bliss your whole life. In that case, there's, there's just everything has changed, you see. Mm-hmm. And diet has a lot to do with it as well. So what kind of questions do you, can you come up with that you think will help you, our listeners tonight? <laughs> That's the challenge. It's always the challenge. So here, here I have uh, several questions with that. So given that we're exquisitely sensitive as human beings and tuned to our environment, I mean, I stopped listening to the news about five years ago. What do people do to protect themselves if if all this positive or negative thinking or negative emotions that that we're bombarded with every day have a negative impact on us? How, how do you just make it through the day? It's easy. You just don't watch television. <laughs> if you watch it, if you watch it, if you watch watch the Big Bang Theory, which is really funny. It is really funny. Or, yeah, watch the, the Modern Family. Watch only funny, humorous things that make you laugh. Don't ever watch the news or um, anything that has violence in it or abusive things in it. So really, you know? it's important Which is to... most of what's on television. Yes, by far. Right? But that's... And then, so then... Okay, so you really need to protect yourself that way. And then in terms and your of children. And then what children. Yeah. Well they're there's they're so wide open anyway that it you just wouldn't want the anyway. That let's not let me let's not get me up on that soapbox. We we took television out of the house uh when my children were young and I should say broadcast. They watched plenty of video, they watched Barney and all kinds of uh movies and things like that. We they weren't completely isolated, but in terms of just the day to day stuff, we didn't let it in. And and it does make a difference. You know? It, it really, really makes it a big does. difference. They don't have that energy in their their um in their consciousness. It hasn't sunken into the deep recesses of the mind. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been replaced with something wonderful and joyful and blissful, you know, which is – so the TV I look at as, as very negative because even things that you may learn, which, you know, in, in a little um, cartoon kind of setting, right. depending depending what messages they're giving in yes. that. You need to watch what they're watching and see what you think about what they're saying or you need to pick out their whatever they're watching, uh, videos or whatever they're watching, and and um, scrutinize it. Yeah. To protect their brains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, protect their brains and and their little hearts. For goodness' yes. sake. Yes. Now and you need so, to do the same thing for yourself. Yeah, so, exactly. So are your children grown up now? They are. I have twins who are just about twenty five, and they're. Uh, Younger sister is two years younger, and she's twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Great, great. So that's good. So they're they're grown and um, they're happy children, and there's a reason. Well, when uh, we let's let's spend a little more time there. I'll use a, one of my favorite examples. When they were young, uh, The Simpsons were huge, and The Simpsons is essentially an adult show. 
but because it was a cartoon, a lot of children watched it. And a lot of their peers, except, especially the young boys, would pattern their behavior after Bart Simpson. And he, he was a little, little something or other. You know, it's funny He's to watch on television, right? But yeah. you, you wouldn't want him living in the house with you. And they're hundred, you know, we're going around with these other young, young children and they're, we're surrounded by little Bart Simpsons. You know, yeah. d- don't have, have a cow, man. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> You're seven years so what, old. <laughs> what, so what do, what do we think that the listeners want to know about? Well, I, um, where I want to, where I want to take this is what happens a lot with, Lyme, and I'm sure you see with your chronic uh, disease patients as well, is their families doubt them and cease to be supportive. So if this negativity affects somebody, not just their emotional standpoint and their energetics and their, their, their spirit from day to day, but really gets in there and actually changes their genetics, wh- what are some of the strategies and what can you do when your family – you know, not necessarily turns against you, but at some point they just say, I can't stand you talking about being sick again. It's like, you don't look sick. I can't, I can't believe that you, you can't think straight and that you don't have any energy. You're just, you know, you just don't want to get better. What, what can people do? Well, I think that related to family that, um, do you have a personal, a person that you are, talking about specifically or do you think just in in general no this is this is a story so i've been interviewing people now for about six months and it's a story come across fairly regularly i see so if their families think they're faking it yeah that they just want attention Mm -hmm. then there's a problem with their families Mm -hmm. right and the person who's ill needs to understand that and needs to get a health provider to communicate to the family about it. First of all, you need to get tested for Lyme if that's what you, you know, think you have. And sometimes the tests don't even show it and you do have it. Right. It just depends when you, you know, like you could take the same test three times and two times it'll show no and the third time doing the same test exactly. could show yes. Exactly. So the point is is that understanding where you can get it from. I think a lot of people who have it are confused about where they really got it. You could get it from bed bugs. You could get it from mosquitoes. You could get it from ticks. You could get it from flies. You could get it from a lot of different Ways, yeah, you can get right? it from your mother. You can get it from breast milk. You, you can, can get it from right. sex. You can get yeah. it from so many different yeah. things. Sex. You can get it. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is that people need to, um, they need to listen to the person who's ill, and they need to be loving with them, and they need to um, understand that just, just because they don't understand it doesn't mean the person's nuts. Right. Okay. It means that they need to understand it. Mm-hmm. They need to move to a higher ground and understand and read about Lyme disease. Right. Right. So I I think that okay. the education is necessary uh, for the whole family to go together to the provider to understand what the problems are, and 
the treatments uh, can be very good, very easy, depending upon what they use. So if they're using, for example, I have a homeopathic remedy for Lyme that I are only available through the doctors that I train, and but you know you can get it um, if you're a member. I have a wellness club, which is a private club, mm-hmm. uh, for that reason, and you can get it. It's a homeopathic remedy. It's very inexpensive, and it I have a Lyme protocol, and it works with that. So my members have access to this all of this information where they can treat themselves. Okay, it's a homeopathic remedy that combines um, all of the important um, elements to neutralize Lyme in the body. It's a protocol with a remedies. So that is available for my members, and that should we should want to get that out there because um, for people to suffer for a long time with it just means they don't have the right protocol that includes all of the different things that are encased in the condition line or in this disease. Okay, you don't have to have it for years. You can get rid of it in three months, four months, six months, depending upon the strength of the immune system and how long you've had it. Mm-hmm. And um, these things are available to people. They don't have to see me as a patient. I'm not, you know, they don't have to do that. They can learn about it, become educated in my members area. It's a private club that people can join to educate themselves. So how do they join? They go to They're my website, wellnesscenter.net. Okay. And they can read about the club. They can join it. Um, and they can learn about any condition that way. And it's all the things that make you vulnerable and make your immune system lower. Right. So that, so that one person can be exposed to the same mosquito, not get it, and you, another person, can get it. Exactly. And what makes that happen? Right. That's where the education comes in. Mm-hmm. And so that teaches you about your immune system, what makes it weak, what makes it strong. Okay. And can can we pause for a second? You bet. Will you give a very brief description of what homeopathy is? Because I think for a lot of people, they either have passing knowledge of it or have just heard the term thrown about and really don't understand what it is. Well, I'd love to do that. Thank you. Um yeah. Homeopathy is energy medicine. It's been around for 200 years. I'm going to start with explaining um, the facts that there are 110 homeopathic, strictly homeopathic hospitals in India. There are three in England that only use homeopathy. There are in Germany and in other countries, and there used to be in the United States homeopathic hospitals until the drug companies came along and destroyed that whole thing so mm-hmm. they could sell drugs. It's approved by the FDA, and all homeopathy is registered and approved by the FDA, and um, it's energy medicine where there is micro amounts of substances um, like natural herbs and different types of supplements and minerals um, that are used to empower 
the immune system and kick out um, the disease that uh, you're taking the remedy for. So it's based on like cures like. Okay, I've heard that. So what does that mean? And there's information on my website under wellnesscenter.net. Mm-hmm. Under resources, there's an article there about it. Um, like cures like means that if you took arsenic, you could die. You yep. probably would die. Okay, but if you take a homeopathic remedy for arsenic that's made from arsenic with just, let's say, the memory of it in this, in the remedy or the micro amount that's not even a nanometer, mm-hmm. okay? And if you take a remedy, a homeopathic remedy for it, you would cure the same symptoms. Okay. So that's what that means, and I suggest very strong education about that. It is very easy for people to use. It has no side effects. You can use it on pregnant women, infants, um, anybody at any age can use homeopathy. It's totally safe and there's never been a side effect in 200 years. You're not going to hurt yourself at all. And if you pick the right remedy and if you understand what you need, um, then it will work. And there's different potencies and you, you know, like it's you have to really like sit down, take 15 minutes and read an article on it and then you can understand it. It's micro amounts of substances. Right. So, and one of the remedies happens to be arsenicum album, which is Latin for arsenic. Okay. So if you took arsenic mm-hmm. and you took a lot of it or a little bit and you got sick, and those symptoms would be cured by taking the homeopathic remedy arsenicum album or homeopathic arsenic. But you could have symptoms very much like taking arsenic without taking arsenic. In other words, you could have fever, you can have headache, you could feel like you're going to die, mm-hmm. okay? And pain and all of those things. And you could, you don't Sounds have like to Lyme do, disease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then you could take the homeopathic remedy arsenic and it would cure that. And is it liquid? Is it a pill? How is it administered? They, ha- they make it in liquid. They make it in pills. They make it in injectable, I've, um, intramuscular. Also, they make it for uh, doctors to put into IV drips. Mm-hmm. Um, they make it in uh, suppositories, different homeopathic remedies in different forms. And I also make it in a transdermal gel. Oh, that's I make interesting. hormone rejuvenation in a transdermal gel that you apply topically to the body. So there's different ways that homeopathy is used. It's all effective. Mm-hmm. It just depends what the form is and what the treatment is. You know, it's like if you're treating hemorrhoids, well, you want it in a suppository, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah. So anyway, homeopathy has been around for a long time. It's the safest and most effective thing I've ever seen to use for healthcare, and it's safe to treat your children with it. And that's what people are looking for, not only for themselves or for their mother, their father, the people who are so-called elderly, mm-hmm. um, but also for children and pregnant women. They have remedies for these things. Now, you can get a homeopathic materia medica. Um, you can search for that online. 
Materia Medica. It's like a medical book only for homeopathy. Okay. M-A-T-E-R-I-A, Materia Medica, mm-hmm. M-E-D-I-C-A. So it's a medical homeopathic book, and that can teach you about all of the uh, remedies to use and what they're used for. And you can even look up symptoms. So you can go through that and really kind of go through the symptoms and begin to match up what remedies you think would be a good thing. And it's effective, yes. Now, now, so here's more and a, a practical question. So say somebody's going through something like that and say, oh, my goodness, I've got 35 different remedies that seem like they could help. I need help sorting through because – out here in New York, anyway, there's no licensure for homeopathy. I'm not sure what it's like and out in California. And that's a good thing because that means you're not you're not controlled. Um, and homeopathy is very difficult to, to license because yeah. it does so many different things. But you can look at a Materia Medica. You can go to my website. You can learn about different remedies, homeopathic remedies for candida. You can become a member and have access to things like for Lyme and for strep, for bacteria, for viruses. All of those kinds of things are available in formulas. So I want to invite people to do that. And you can get a Materia Medica. You can buy it online anywhere. Just, you know, look for a site that sells them. We don't sell Materia Medicas, but because mm-hmm. you can find them in so many different places. They're books that are very, very user-friendly. Great. And to go back to your website and your, your membership club, are you able to ask questions or there, is there a form in there? Yes. How once once you're work? a member, then you can email me and ask me questions. Okay. Yes. Or okay, you, fabulous. that's the only way you can make an appointment with me is my, I only work uh, for my members. And the members. Um, that's the only way that I will work with people is once they're a member, then they will mm-hmm. have access to all the information and they will be able to email me or have an appointment with me. And generally, they only need one appointment. It's, I don't like to work um, with people for a long time because that means that they're not doing the protocol or the, what they're not doing what they should because... Uh, if they did what they should be doing, it will work. Okay, so they would just get the initial consult with you and get the plan, and then they need to go execute the plan. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. why you're doing a consult, <laughs> is to get the plan, execute the plan, learn what to do. And, you know, I really think that people are so smart, and they know better what's going on with them than anybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah. all they need to do to get a little bit of help, somebody to go over their blood tests with them, somebody to go over their saliva tests with them, um, somebody to educate them, and that's what I've provided in the members area, protocols for all different kinds of conditions, and to be able to educate themselves. This is key. You know, what if you didn't need to go to anybody? What if you could do it yourself? What if you could learn about it, do it, and say, hey, you know, I really feel better. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's what it's all about is health freedom. It's the freedom to be able to heal yourself and to change your life. I think most people don't even need to go to anyone to do that, and that's why I created a membership. Ah. 
So you're really advocating health freedom, health freedom, study, take a close look at yourself and use your own innate wisdom, whatever you want to call that, and begin to to take care of yourself. And from time to time, maybe consult somebody like you. Yeah, and, and then to, you find out what to do. It's all an educational process. Even the consultation is an educational process, and you learn what to eat, what to do, why things work, why things don't work. And... W- and all of it makes sense. If it doesn't make sense to you, you shouldn't do anything. And a lot of people feel forced into doing something because they went to a doctor and they think, oh, the doctor knows better than me. Not true, mm-hmm. usually. And if you're uncomfortable with something, you should never do it. You should really try to make sense out of things and say, okay, and ask questions like, how many people has this worked on? And ask the doctor, what kind of success ratio have you had with this? Mm-hmm. They have to ask questions. Otherwise, then, some, especially if they're taking drugs, then something very bad can happen. Mm-hmm. I believe that people are brilliant. I believe they know their body better than anyone. And when you sit down with a person and you ask them, what do you think caused this? then they will usually, you'll usually hear it come right out of their mouth, you know, like, well, I went through a divorce, and then I think I got bit by something. I was out in the woods, or I went swimming here, but I was really upset also at the time. And they're mm-hmm. they're telling you the story of what the truth is related to what caused it. Or it could be that they've had mercury fillings in their mouth, and ever since that time that their immune system became very, very low. Mm -hmm. So you need to give them things to start thinking about and putting it together. And a health provider can do that, but they'd have to be able to test whether it's mercury or whatever it is. I mean, you, you need to go to an evolved health provider that can check all these things out. But there are not enough of them around. Yeah, but but there are them around. (laughs) There are them around, and I'll tell you something. Most people can do a better job themselves, and that's why I created a membership for people who want to heal things, anything Mm -hmm. that they choose to Mm -hmm. and learn about, and Mm -hmm. things will start happening where they'll start to see a difference in their life. Yes. So I think our time is just about up. It is. I was going to thank you. You've been very generous. And I appreciate the spirit that you bring in the message of empowerment because eh, we live in the age of experts and we're still supposed to kind of roll over and let them scratch our bellies. But it's much better to stand up on your own feet and, and start sniffing around. Stand up Figure on your out. own feet, start sniffing around and um, <laughs> figure out what you want to do, and what feels good to you. Like, what is it that's to your highest good to do? That's the key. Yes. Now, for people who are traveling right now and don't have pen and paper, would you give your website again how to get in touch with you? What's the best way to do Sure. The best way to get in touch is wellnesscenter.net. Um, You could fill out a contact form, but everybody's going to tell you to become a member because that's the only way I speak with someone, and that's the only way that I answer emails. 
Okay, terrific. And, so go to wellnesscenter.net, become a member, and then if they need to contact you, otherwise they can just jump in and start educating themselves. And they can have connection with me and ask me any questions, and I can get them started in the right direction. Okay, terrific. Okay. Well, thank, yes. thank you so very much. You sound like such a wonderful person, with, and you love your children, and your children are even going to edit this thing. How awesome is that? <laughs> I think life is pretty good. Well, wonderful. It's great connecting with you. All right. Thanks so much, Dr. Dale. Thank you, Mackie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was an interesting interview. Yes, she has lots of strong opinions. Yeah, she definitely does. Um, her her statement that she could help somebody get better in six months or less was that was that's that's very confident. It's a bold statement, isn't it? Is. it? Yeah. What struck me really, one of her statements was that if somebody was not improving, that it was simply a matter of them not following her protocol. And that just seems to be a bit of a stretch to me. I think she needs a little more compassion, work on her bedside manner or something. Yeah, but her message of, you know, taking the healing process into your own hands and kind of get, giving that power and trying, kind of taking that power back from the doctors and from healthcare practitioners back into your own hands. That was Oh, absolutely. Cool. That's, yes. And that's a fundamental thing that I really admire about her and her message was that to empower the individual and especially people with Lyme diseases, like you may be on your own. So you got to be your own researcher, your own physician, your own pharmacist and figure it out on your own. So, and it can be done. The information is out there. So I absolutely, I agree with that hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, more than anything else, the information is out there. Even if it does seem overwhelming, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Bella Carole, you can do it. He was a co- – anyway, never mind. <laughs> he he coached – he was an Olympic coach of, of gymnastics, women's gymnastics, and he's a Polish man. And he would always say, you can do it. You can do it. If you have feedback, you can do it. You can give us feedback. At uh, – Feedback at LimeNinjaRadio.com. Yes, you can do it by liking us on Facebook. And we're almost at 1,000. Yes, you can do it. Get us to 1,000. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Yes, uh, we have we have 761 likes, so we're getting close to 1,000 there. Yep. You can also visit our website for links and show notes at LimeNinjaRadio.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And Stitcher. That way you won't miss an episode. And check back with us next week. We have a very interesting uh, interview with author Izzy Dorosky. He is a survivor of Lyme disease and has written The Inverted Mask, which is a fiction, science fiction thriller. So it's a great interview. He's been to Block Island. He's an interesting man. You're going to want to hear what he has to say. Okay. And lastly, Aurora, what is today's Ninja Fact? Did you know when monsters go to bed at night, they check the closet for ninjas? You can do it! Lime 
Ranger Radio is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized medical advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's medical situation is unique, and Lime Ninja Radio should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized medical advice. Lime Ninja Radio is not licensed to render medical advice and should be considered simply the public opinion of Lime Ninja Radio and its guests. Recommendations on specific treatment options are not intended to address any listener's particular medical situation. As always, contact your physician before considering any new treatment.